Uh, no. Guys, welcome to the podcast. This is Steven and with your hosts, Colin and Matt Dog. Today, we're going to talk about uh, our brief gaming histories and uh, what it's like to be middle-aged gamers uh, playing against these kids and um, the division. Not a sponsor yet. Yeah. Thank you to our unofficial sponsor, Nickelodeon Ultra Pure Gold, like the strip club about an hour away. <laughs> you know, I, I wonder if I like put this, like post a link on Twitter and tag Michelob Ultra. They will but, You think? Yeah. Unless we can put this together and make it like, like a legit show and then they might want to do it, but then they'd want to control everything we did and said and we'd have to advertise and they would, we would sell out to the man and it wouldn't be fun. But we'd make money, so that's a trade-off. Delicious and, then, and organic. Uh, Sell, yes, uh, selling uh, out, making money. <laughs> yeah. Is it, it, right. it, yeah, if you're not selling out by the time you're an adult, you're fucking stupid because it's yeah. all making money. Yeah. Yeah, and alcohol companies are making bank right now. Yeah. You know how much alcohol has been bought in the last month? Yeah. Well, I heard uh, in March there were 2.5 million firearms sold. That's just like background yeah. checks ran by the FBI. Mm -hmm. That's not, that could be multiple sales, stuff like that. But hmm. 2.5 million. How, mu how much is bought like on average? Do you have any idea? I, I would probably say like 1.5, maybe 1.8. It's like crazy. People that probably would never have bought a gun before have bought a gun in the last month. People that were probably anti-gun have yeah. bought a gun in the last month just because they're worried. Kind of scary to think about. Yeah, because some of these people that have bought these guns, what I worry about is they could be dangerous to themselves, you right. know, which makes them a danger to other people around them, especially like in a crisis like this. Like if someone that doesn't know how to use a gun shoots themselves in the leg, then they go have to go to the hospital during a pandemic. Yeah, Duh. your leg and you're getting the coronavirus. Yeah, I mean, really, I'm not for mandatory training because it's kind of authoritarian, but I am for if you're going to own a firearm, you are responsible for uh, getting some instruction from somebody and not like, not like, Bubba Ted down the street, you know, who's been shooting his hunting rifle. I mean, you need to get like a legit instructor that's going to teach you like the safety and how to be comfortable with your firearm. Speaking of selling out, Stephen, why don't you tell us about your, uh, your side gig? <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. I started, uh, I started to become a firearms instructor at a local gun shop here. And uh, I started working some as an RSO, which is a range safety officer for uh, the concealed carry classes just to make some extra cash. He's like, Hey man, I'll, I really like how you instruct and uh, you know, you really good with people and stuff and you like my background or whatever. And he's like, he's like, yeah, he's like, I, I want to start back up classes. I need some instructors. So he hired me on and I spent some time and money getting like NRA certified. Does it really mean shit? It just means that I can get insurance. Oh, you mean, it means you sent them a check. Basically. Basically yeah, yeah, exactly. I paid the money to say that you're good to go. But anyway, so I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a, a licensed or not licensed. I'm an insured NRA certified instructor, but I don't teach anything from the NRA because this shit is all overcomplicated and a lot of bullshit. So um, I had my first rifle class 
uh, last month and it went pretty good. I mean, we had a, a wide variety of people. You see my, I don't know if you see my Instagram for my second channel, Carolina Firearms Training NC on Instagram. You can check it out. We had a class. We had had like a little bitty like older lady. Um, I mean, she's got like a master's degree. Like, uh, what is it? What is it? Microsoft certified something. Yeah, the MCSE. Or yeah, whatever. Like yeah, that. She owns a horse farm. She's tiny shooting. She's got a Air 15. She want to learn how to use it. This, this black guy, he was like 6'3", from Charlotte. Super cool dude. A couple of generic kind of white guys. Um, and then this couple, uh, this black couple that was from Kerry. <laughs> I'll look him up. Full black that. guy, generic white dudes. Yeah, why? Yeah, yeah. I, well, why do they really gotta be matter? I just want to make sure that like some average dudes and a big dude. Like, yeah, the I'm big dude, some average dudes, and a little old lady. There's like a different demographics of people that shoot guns, and it's usually like, yeah. oh, guns are all just a white guy thing. It's not. It's it's an everybody thing, especially minorities are really uh, a lot of uh, minorities um, are are kind of brought up not thinking that they need guns or should have guns when they really should. Uh, especially anybody who lives in an impoverished area that includes of course white people can be impoverished that's a, another liberal thing that only minorities are poor like people that are poor in general need firearms because they're in the risky areas um and then i had a couple that were they're pretty well to do um black couple from up in Cary. they uh they i think they run a school or something but um yeah i guess the husband wanted to do this and then he brought along the wife and she's kind of like y'all crazy and uh so once we got shooting and stuff she actually had fun and she seemed to enjoy it so it was really cool and you know i like teaching people how to shoot guns i don't care who you are your background if you want to learn i'm more than happy to teach you because it's it's fun and i know that you're being safe and you're you're adding to the community so while i'm i might be an elitist and pick on you for owning a high point i'm just glad that you have something and you're willing to use it if need be so that's kind of how i feel about that but anyway i've taken up half this Zoom thing for uh, this podcast. And that's it, guys. Thanks for. <laughs> All right. Thanks. This is a special. special. So, if you're in North Carolina and you want to get some training, uh, um, yeah, give me a sh shoot me a message on Instagram or something. I'll, I'll anyway. throw that link up there. Yeah. So, anyway. Middle-aged gamers versus these young kids that stay home all day and play all day because they've got shit else to do. I think we got really frustrated last weekend when we are playing these games like Apex and Modern Warfare where the, 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 the amount of work you put in is a lot for a very slim margin of reward. I mean, you're just happy to get like the top five. And it's like, yeah. you know, if you're not first, you're last, you know, so uh, people who are competitive in any kind of way, it's like a fucking nightmare. And it just, it ends up being a big, uh, stress is it being more stressful than than it should be because it should be something that's more relaxed and uh you know i think it was just like a like a crux for my frustration personally yeah i think the three of us the reason we play video games is to escape and to relax and then when our competitive nature comes out and we get basically beat up on by kids that have more free time it's very frustrating you know yeah, like, and I, <clears throat> I watch a lot of Twitch, and all the, like, elites are in the range of, like, 20 to 23. So they're all, like, prime physical condition. They're all chugging Red Bulls, and they have all the free time in the world. It's like, yeah, I had two college classes, but right now they're all canceled. So I am doing nothing but playing video games, 
16 hours a day. It's like, great. So for me who plays like twice a week for, you know, three or four hours, uh, that's rough. Makes it a challenge. Yeah. Plus, plus someone like me who, um, who likes to partake in these delicious Michelob ultras and might drink more than you would want a person to drink in a sitting, you know, um, then my motor skills are a little bit, you know, decreased, you know, or impaired. So I'm not as good as these kids. How do we, how do we get on servers for old folks? Yeah, there should be like a, like a, like a bracket of people of a certain age. I guarantee you will smoke anybody our age, but yeah, competing against these kids, man, their reaction. Smoke, smoke them, Steven, or smoke with them? Uh, I only advocate, uh, smoking medicinal pills. yeah smoking medicinal pills. i'm, I'm oh. cool with cbd but the non-thc uh, cbd because i just uh i can't uh, i can't get i can't smoke weed it fucks my head too much so i just don't i just don't do it i get high on life mm -hmm. i uh i uh drink water take advil and change my socks there you go that's it's life but, of old, but he old didn't people. mention anything about changing his underwear, Colin. <laughs> right. Well, I'm on quarantine. What underwear? What the <laughs> hell are you talking about? You think I'm wearing pants right now? You're fucking crazy. I'm not standing up though. It's all about that sweat life. Mm. So see, everybody's getting a taste of what I've been living for like five years now. It's yeah. like, you know, yeah. I live in basketball shorts or sweats, you know. Yeah, and people twenty four seven. They don't know it's like working from home is like a thing, you know, and, you know, you know, I work with Colin and sometimes I'll, you know, work part of the day from home, especially my commute. I'm like, I got stuff I got to do. I got to take my car in or whatever. So I'm going to work from home. So to me, it's like no big deal. Um, and uh, some people, it's just like, it's like, they're like, they're like in panic mode. Like, they're like, oh my God, like they're afraid of slacking or something. It's like, it's okay. Like most people slack while they're at work. You know what I mean? Like, so it's not like a big deal. See my dog's mohawk? Yeah, it's sticking up just a little bit there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Funny. Nice. <clears throat> All right, Matt. So tell 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 us about your your experience as one growing up with games and so, uh, your whole your whole life experience with games and what it's like now. All right, so I'll go try to go quick. Uh growing up, I didn't like to play video games. Um I I enjoyed watching my brother and his friend play like Mike Tyson's punch out, play Mario, stuff like that. I enjoyed watching it, but I was never good at it myself. I mean, shit, I'm still not good at video games, but I enjoy playing them. So uh, probably, you know, when I was in college, 20 something, I got a, a, the original PlayStation. Um, had a few games on that. Then a, a co-worker had this little cheater box that I could plug in. And then he was just renting games from Blockbuster um, and then uh, burning them. And then he would give me copies. Um, so I'd play those all the time. But back then there was no real like internet or like online gaming. So I just play those randomly in my bedroom. Uh, then, um, Later on, probably about the 2001, we got a PC, and I got, like, the first Call of Duty for PC, 
and I played all the story missions. It was super fun, and I had no idea about the like the online capability of it. Um, so I remember playing like one game of online, like Call of Duty. Then um, a coworker was playing Battlefield on the PC. So I bought Battlefield, and when that happened, I had to upgrade like my graphics card, my RAM, everything just to get this game to run on my old cheap computer. Was that um, like 1942, like Battlefield 1942? No, no it was, like it was 2048 or something. The, the future. No, it was uh, just, I think it was just Battlefield. Just Battlefield? Yeah, it was just Battlefield. I think, um, trying to look here or maybe it was just battlefield 2 2005 i've got a got a little sheet of the games i played and like what nice. com- like you know you me i'm, I'm the notebook like. guy right this is out of my notebook so i got all the different call of duties and then i got like all the battlefields and stuff and like when they came out and in what console or or platform and when i played them so it was battlefield 2 2005 so that I played a shit ton. Then Battlefield 2142 played a shit ton, right? These were games that I just played online exclusively to, these were on my PC. Then I got an Xbox. Um, I think my wife got it for me for an anniversary, started playing Xbox, like Halo and stuff like that. Um, never really got online with it. Then as, um, Call of Duties progressed. I started getting online, playing with people on Call of Duty, um, probably World at War. A lot of coworkers were playing that. So I had a coworker buy me. This was about 2000, about 2008. Um, coworker bought me a used copy, started gaming ever since. Call of Duty was always my game. Hooked up with Colin at some point on GTA 5 around 2013, but really, that's my gaming history. Um, I got my Xbox One when The Division was about to come out. The Division was only available or going to be available on the next-gen consoles on the Xbox One. So I had to buy it. So went and bought the Xbox One so I could play um, The Division. And then, of course, had to buy a second copy of GTA Five, which I think is the best game ever made. Um, <laughs> You know, I enjoyed a lot, but that's pretty much my gaming experience. You know, a lot of Call of Duty, um, some other stuff we we dabble in. You know, the Apex or, you know, I think GTA Five is probably my favorite lifetime. All right. How about you, Steven? <laughs> oh man. Okay, so I am an early '80s kids. <clears throat> so the first things that I would play. Um, that I remember is my older cousin. He's about 11 years older than me. He was taking me to the local arcade. So the local arcade, things that I remember from there was like the RoboCop game because I really like RoboCop. I like Ed 209 and like all the animation, like the stop, the stop motion animation and all the effects. It was super cool. And the guns and robots since I was a kid. Um, this would be a good opportunity to have a RoboCop like little thing pulled up, Stephen. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. come with me if yeah. you want to live. Or yeah. That's Terminator. That's Terminator. I know, but what's the RoboCop says something like that. Yeah, and so basically, my big thing was arcades for a majority of the '80s. Um, you know, the big games for me were 
with that, the like Pursuit HQ where you're like in the Porsche or the guy chasing the other cars, you had to ram them to like get them off the road. Double Dragon was a big one. We'd go to the beach, the same hotel that we'd always stay at with my family and I and my cousin and his parents um, would all, we'd all get different rooms, but they had a little uh, two game arcade and it was always Double Dragon there. So once a year I get to play Double Dragon. Mr. Gaddy's was like a local, uh, like a pizza buffet place. They had like pole position and a couple other ones. Um, uh, just so working my way up through arcade games, you know, uh, like the Thrust Master or whatever it's called, like Full Thrust or whatever. It sounds terrible. Thrust it was a fucking, that's it was a, that's a movie that you're it thinking was, of. Yeah, it was the F14 one. Um, yeah, so Chuck E. Cheese was a good place to play video games, arcades. Eventually, uh, I got a Nintendo um, a little bit after most of the other kids had gotten Nintendos. So I played the hell out of Mario Brothers. I had Godzilla. You know, I would, there's no save feature. So with those, yeah. you had to like leave it on and then come back to it. Um, then I got a Super Nintendo, and that was the tits, man. F Zero, like the real old F Zero. That's the shit. Anything yeah. else I've played on N64 kind of sucks compared to that. Um, you know the Mario, the Mario Super Mario World, then going back to the Nintendo's, um, the Super Mario World Three, which you had like you go from flute to flute, and then you can go to like last. Yeah, you can beat the game in like pack. five and, minutes. Yeah, and so there's that. Super Nintendo had tons of games, um, and then my uncle, who's one of the first people to get a PlayStation, um, before it really became a thing, and you know played Battle Arena Toshinden. He got Resident Evil, the original one, and he really loved that game. And that, that was, like, cool. Like, I would always go and play when I got to his house, but I always get so far because of the amount of time that I was there. But them dogs jumping through the window and scaring the shit out of you. And then, like, you're walking up to that first body, and it thinks, like, goes to the cutscene. It's like, you know. Uh, and then what else? Next big thing was I never got a PlayStation, but I did get the N64. So it was a Mario Goldmine. Goldmine was my life there. I was like the bomb that calm. Like these fucking yeah. kids now. Goldmine. Like had they gone against me, like they couldn't handle me in Goldmine. Fuck them. But um so it was N64 for a while. Um I did not get a PlayStation 2. I had N64 for a while. I actually I had that until I graduated and then I went in the military and then I just fucked around was a hooligan. Didn't play video games. By then, multiplayer on PC was becoming a big thing. I kind of missed out on that. Um, and then by the time I got back in the games, I was going to college. And uh, I had conditioned to playing on, uh, I think I had a PlayStation 2 that was belonging to my wife. Um, I did have older games that I had, like Final Fantasy Tactics was a big one. Um, I'm going to kind of fast forward here. And then I went to PC. Uh, I got stuff like Modern Warfare 2. I used to play, the, I mean, I had so many hours on that. That's why I love the Call of Duty of that style. It's Wait, like this what? It modern like Warfare one. Two. Modern Warfare Two, yeah, the one that when they remade it and it was like all yeah. modernized and shit. It had like wait, 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 Mo yeah, that was about two thousand and nine. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. one. Um, basically, that, and then nothing really interesting until you know we got the Xbox One, um, and then that's where I uh, I started working with Colin, started playing GTA Five, and then of course we're playing all these other new games since then. Um, two, two things real quick, not related. I have worked on Fortnite before they knew what they were going to do with it as a game tester. Um, and then of course I did work nine months in the division at Red Storm. It's not as QA as well. And 
I worked in the dark zone because they built the PC and they built the dark zone, but they kind of fucked me over and did not put my credits in for working on that, even though I did nine months of my life on that. So even though we're playing division, uh, Matt, thank you again for paying for that for me. I appreciate it. But I told him I would, I would play it, but I would never pay for it. It's all right. It was good. Fuck Red Storm. And is that really yeah. the whole Red Storm is the QA. So if you ever come across this, you know who you are. Fuck you. Hey, hey, Steven, when we get our, when we get our uh, Michelob sponsorship, I'm sure they'll give me a little more money, right? They'll give me a little more money because I consume more. Yeah, I need to take a sip of this um, very refreshing Michelob Ultra Pure Gold <laughs> Organic Light Beer. 2.5 carbs, 85 calories. Tastes mm. so good. I mean, I've almost drank all of this in this uh, brief time that we've been doing it. It's been so refreshing. and <laughs> So refreshing. They are so legit refreshing. good. Like, I understand people who are like, man, beer is kind of crappy. These are so good. They really are. All right, Colin, hit it up. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I, I totally forgot about, like, the arcade aspect of video games. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Matt, yeah, Matt's got input. So did I. I'm glad, I, I'm glad Steven brought that up, but I can go back to my arcade days. I want you to do yours real quick, Colin. Or yeah, I, I would not have even mentioned it, but I, I was very blessed. So we, we owned a, a campground growing up. So that was, like, my life as a, as a kid. And we had a video game, our little arcade there with a pool table, a couple ping, uh, a couple uh, uh, pinball machines and about 10, 15 games at any given time. And every about year or two, we'd cycle through and uh, we'd get rid of like five and bring five new ones in. Um, so I got, and, and it was it was free. We had the keys to them so I could play unlimited arcade games. It was, it was amazing. So um, got really good at, at, a, at a lot of those games. And actually beat Mike Tyson's pipe punch out, which is a very rare thing that I did not know was was so hard. But yeah, like I've, I probably beat it ten times, but I've also played it for days. Yeah, I could get days past on the first guy on the fucking Nintendo. I was like, Fuck this game. yeah, it it all became timing. It was like you you have to you have to time things right. Your mom made that for you, right, Matt? Yeah, I need it for my back. Because we're old gamers. We're old, old people. Getting kinda, uh, sitting <laughs> nice. here. Um, so jumping to the consoles, which is what I was kind of actually thinking about, was um, I, I grew up, you know, same time frame, all in the all to the 80s. So we had Nintendo, Sega Genesis. So I, I grew up with all so those. you were a Sega guy, weren't you? Uh, no, we, we did everything. Okay. So I, I legit like had an original PlayStation. I had, I don't. I think I had a PlayStation 2, but it was a very short period of time. I was not a PlayStation guy because then, like, the Xbox was starting to come out, the original. And I, I, I much prefer the bigger controllers because I'm, I'm a man. I don't have little girly hands and stuff. Like, so, you know. Opinions so. vary. So, <laughs> I, I'm not going to whip anything out on. Uh, I know, but <laughs> not yours. They are my own. Wow. Um. So yeah, Super Nintendo, I, I think was probably, I mean, at least growing up was probably my favorite system. I mean, that was, yeah, Street Fighter 2. Did he just put your, his paw up on your... Yeah, yeah, that's my dog, sorry. Um, so yeah, Street, Street Fighter 2, uh, Mortal Kombat, all those. There was like one game, though, on the Sega Genesis that I, I really loved. 
and uh, I I cannot for the life of me think of what it was, but it was like a, it was like an RPG game, which I I like all the Final Final Fantasies and stuff. I never I never really enjoyed Zelda's. I was not a big fan of. Yeah, see I see I have my original Super yeah. Nintendo. It's not even the classic like the ones that yeah. came back out. I have my actual Super Nintendo with about this twenty is games. HDMI though, that's the beauty of it. And yeah, so you can put it on HDMI, but yeah, I would not get rid of that. No, yeah, absolutely. And we've, we've got about 20 games for it. Um, and uh, so we, we'll play it every once in a while. But Donkey Kong Country, that was another big one. I love that. Um, I never personally owned a 64, but I had a couple of friends who did. So I'd go over to their houses all the time. Um, it was a lot of Mario Kart. That's when Mario Kart became like big, big, I think, was on the 64. Yeah, I think um, college, college, Mario Kart, a lot of these guys. <laughs> it was big. And now yeah. it's back again in college kids yep. playing it on their Nintendo Switch. On the Switches. Yeah. Yep. yep. Uh, and played a lot of uh, Wayne Gretzky hockey. So, like, I, I, I really didn't play that many. And I played, like, Madden and stuff like that. I was, like, Madden 95, 96, all those on, like, the original Super Nintendo. But, like, that Wayne Gretzky hockey, because it was, like, it was three-on-three three hockey. And it, so, it was you, – you'd have, you'd have games where it was, like, 21 to 14, you know, <laughs> scores like that. So, it was, it was hilarious. But I uh, did a lot of that. And then um, pretty much as soon as I started buying Xboxes, it went downhill um, and just kind of stuck with that. Um, but as far as PC go, I remember we probably got, like, dial-up internet around – I don't know, maybe like 97, 96, 97, somewhere in that range. And Doom. So that was my first online oh, yeah. player experience was Doom. Games. Yeah. The old oh, PC. Yeah. That was so that was my first online, like legit game. Because um, even like on the original Xbox, it had Xbox Live, but I don't, I don't know if I ever played online with anybody. It was yeah. not until the 360 that I ever bothered. So, because I, I did like all the original uh, Grand Theft Auto 3 and Vice City. I did all that offline. I played all the story modes offline. And so not until like, yeah, like GTA 5, like did I ever get online very much. Um, but yeah, Doom, like on uh, 56K dial-up, you know, modem was freaking hilarious because i'd get my friends and we'd all we'd all gang up on people and and back then you could like you could kill somebody you get their ear as a as a trophy and it had their like their their gamer tag or whatever on it so you could say oh i killed so and so i've got their ear to prove it and you could like sell it online it was hilarious so that was that was a lot of fun so that's that's been it and then, you know just pretty much xbox now well, Stories. going going back to Steven's whole arcade or just the whole arcade thing is probably that's where we fell in love with the video games was there was a putt-putt golfing games and they had a Super Saturday. It was like five bucks and you get like a hot dog and a drink and you get to play as much golf as you wanted from like 10 a.m. till noon, right? So it was two wow. hours. So we would go there, pay our five bucks, play golf for two hours. Then we would get um, we'd get like forty tokens to play video games, and we played the shit out of Shinobi and Castlevania. Castlevania These were the fun. games that I loved playing on those. Yes, I remember Contra. So I so oh yeah, Contra was a big one back then too. But Shinobi, ooh. Um, what was the one? It was kind of like a Mission Impossible game where the car, you're just driving the car and it had the oil slick and the smoke screen. Oh, yeah, um, I know what you're talking about. 
damn, that one, we played a lot of that, too. Yeah. I mean, that's how old I am. Yeah, I remember, like, the, the Ninja Gaiden when those came out. Those were fun. Um, what are they called? And then Ninja Gaiden, Ninja Gaiden. I, I mean, I've heard yeah, of like Ninja ten. I, yeah, I, there's I like, like ten, uh, ten pronunciations. Of... Like has been like isolated from wherever you've lived and how they say things. Yeah, differently. Yeah, uh, I forgot. Also, my arcade, the big one was the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and the Simpsons four players. Because that yeah. was like the first. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah Multiplayer. Marge with the vacuum. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then 90s PC, I did get my first PC. Uh, my friend had a, this, this Hewlett Packard, and it had a, it, he had, um, I got the first Pendium. It was like 233. Oh my God. I mean, it was so fucking slow. But anyway, he had this game that came on called Mega Race. And I was like, I, we got to get a computer. So I ended up getting uh, Mech Warrior, Mech Warrior one or two whatever it was made up for that i think it was two i think at that point which started me like down the trail again more robots and stuff you know um and then uh what else uh tie fighter x-wing like those old lucas arts games oh my god i love yeah. those games those, those are big time and then i do i did remember like uh early 2000s um i think late high school late 2000s what somebody got a dreamcast and so we'd go to Dreamcast and play Soul Calibur and fucking oh yeah that, and then play Vice City and then oh. GTA first came out. We'd take turns and seeing how many stars you could get, and then see if you could escape. You know that was kind of I, like the thing. I remember too, like me and my brothers and sisters, we put a lot of our Christmas money together to go get an Atari Twenty Six Hundred from oh, J C Penney's. It was yeah. crazy, and then. A few years after that, we got a Commodore 64, yeah. and I remember we had the best game we had for that was uh, California Games, but my brother put the floppy disk on top of the hard drive yeah. and it erased it, so the oh, game would wow. never load. It was terrible. Who designed that shit? My, uh, my dad had an arcade, uh, Atari, that he pulled out from somewhere, and so I remember going back and playing a lot of those classic Atari games. Which were pretty cool and they were pretty hard. And then um, mm -hmm. I had one computer game. It was like on the green screen, but it was like a little golf game. And so you had to like same thing exactly like we do in GTA, where you had that like fucking meter and you had yeah. to get yeah. a spot. I mean, this is the golf thing, but it was almost exactly the same game. And that's kind of like why I like the golfing in, in GTA. Well, I like too, like GTA with the arcades that they added. Like, if yeah. you go into the arcade and play those games, it brings back memories because it, the the graphics are terrible on those little games. That, but they, you know, that, they each have their own little quirks and stuff, and they bring back those memories. That of those nostalgia, you know. Yeah. For sure. So what, was, what is your guys' uh, most overrated game of all time? Uh, well, the one thing that's um, not overrated, I'll go and say right now, is these – Michelob Ultra Pure Golds. Oh, uh, again, really? 2.5 carbs and well, calories. Keeping it, well, Stephen, keeping I'm it gonna, light, you know. I'm going to disagree with you. I think anything Michelob puts the Ultra name on is pure gold. Whether it's in this this regular can or your pure gold bottle, it's that pure royal gold. royal blue can is, is very complimentary to this nice gold color. Yeah. You know? I would agree. And the way it looks together on my screen, it, it's, it's a nice little flow with all three of them together. Yes. Very refreshing. Cheers. Oh, by the way, 
this is not a paid <laughs> advertisement. However, it could be. Wink, wink. <laughs> Uh, which one of you guys are asking me a question? I sorry, I kind of. Uh, I, I asked for uh, I asked for a uh, most overrated game of all time, and we're down to about four minutes, by the way. Okay, so we'll most wrap up. overrated game of all time. Uh, I would transition this for yuck yuck factor into the division, and what apparently a letdown it was for all the hype that they created, and it being what it was i got on there and played it last night just to set up and i was kind of like i played this for nine months and i remember it being pretty fun because you know we always we had the, the com command console so we could like i could be like max level max everything or whatever and we would test stuff and that was fun but i was like compared to like gta red dead excuse me um modern warfare like this those are superior games by far um overrated game let me think about that matt do you have any ideas um, I'm going to say Call of Duty had such a great following, and then I feel like they jumped the shark at a point, probably probably Infinite Warfare or whatever. Um, I really think they alienated a bunch of fans. I feel like Colin or Steven and I played some uh, the previous Call of Duty World War II that they released back in '17. Me and Steven played some of that. We're playing, obviously, the newest Call of Duty. So I, I feel like they're trying to to get back to what the fans and the players want. That's um, why I but like I, that because it's like yeah, that I feel like, Modern Warfare 2 and even 3 were, like, within that spectrum of, like, yeah, that vibe. So I feel like – because, like, when we first started playing this newest game, this, this new Modern Warfare, I, I kept saying to you guys, this reminds me of the Call of Duty I used to always play. Yeah. yeah. But again, I love it. I just hate that I I suck so bad at it. And I don't always suck. It's just well, lately I've just been sucking. I don't know what it is. I'm just because I got too much going on or something. But the answer to your question, I thought about it, and it's fucking Farmville. Fuck Farmville. <laughs> wow. I you know I I I would have never even like considered like mobile gaming. I don't I don't know. Oh yeah, have you? Have I mean, you it guys, was super no, popular. You guys, got, you guys got iPhones, so you can't put emulators on your Android phones. So I've got like a, I've got a like a PSP uh, emulator. I've got a Game Boy Advance. So I started, I played and beat uh, Final Fantasy Tactics, The Line War, which was remade for the PSP with cutscenes and stuff. Oh, such a good game. If you guys like, it's like RPG, but it's kind of like, the fighting is more like chess. The way you like move on the map and stuff, like you kind of like pick your turn or whatever. Anyway, anybody who likes Final Fantasy Tactics knows exactly what I'm talking about and probably agrees with me. So, if you like Final Fantasy Tactics or played it, give uh, give Colin a like here on the video or a comment below. Or you're gonna get pissed off at me because I feel like my most overrated game games of all time was the Final Fantasy series. Yeah, well, there's seven. That are, they did remake recently, which are like notoriously like people can agree that they're great in tactics. A lot of, I feel like the other ones are a lot of fluff. Um, I haven't played them. I like the art and stuff. I, I've watched, um, I think Shannon ended up getting like a more, a newer version on the newer console. And I was like, this is no better than like Assassin's Creed. And um, I guess we're running out of time here. So, about 90 seconds. Yeah. So, um, yeah. 
yeah. Well, and some of the, I mean, that, that's fair too. Like a lot of the Assassin's Creed's like just became very repetitive. Like they were yeah. putting a new one out every year. Like I loved Assassin's Creed. It was up it, until it was like, too much. Though. Four years ago, like, five years ago. Yeah. An, you can't dedicate enough favorite, time. Favorite Assassin's Creed because my wife got them all. That's what got her back into video games. I told her she needs to be on this podcast because she could totally fit in with, with this discussion here. But uh, this one, yeah, yeah. So yeah, one of the other ones she just talk shit and make fun of us. But yeah, well, we, we could do it. another one like next week, and yeah, she, she can put it, it in, and then we can edit it all together. Her, um, she can be our special guest on the PS4. Black flag's good. You know, it was like teaching a baby how to walk, but now oh, she's no. like you know playing with us with Red Dead and GTA and stuff. And, yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool. All right. Well, we got to wrap up. All right. So we're jumping to uh, to the division because we're in uh, we're in quarantine mode. Yeah, quarantine mode. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, this is this is my this is my mask right here. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. D- don't don't go to Stephen's house. It's, it's not fucking airsoft. Trust me. <laughs> All right, guys. Blah, later. Blah, blah, blah. See ya. Blah, 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 blah.